What's going on, everybody? This is Gary. Uh, Josh cannot make it this evening. He has his own football training, so uh, I'm actually recording this on my commute home from work. So apologies if there's poor sound quality, but there never really was amazing sound quality to begin with. But um, we're here more for the content than the quality anyway, right, guys? Um, Thanks for joining. It is the 19th of November. Cannot believe that in about five weeks it's going to be Christmas, and then a week later... Uh, will be in 2019. That's insane to me. We are 12 weeks into the Premier League season, so we're going to spend some time now that we're almost through this international break, uh, talking about game week 13. And we got quite a bit to talk about, lots of key injuries, um, some of which are actually forcing some moves. And then at the end, I want to have a little more of a lighthearted I guess, take on um, just how becoming an FPL manager and really sort of to the extent that we do where we're, you know, giving out advice to other managers and running a successful Instagram account and a budding Twitter account and doing a podcast like this, sort of the, the new meaning that the Premier League has taken on for us. So, um, I did mention our social media accounts. Please follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. Uh, we're almost 26,000 strong. Just look for Let's Talk Soccer on Instagram. And if you also want to follow us on Twitter, please do. Uh, it's at Let's Talk Soccer 2, and that's the number 2 on that. Also, uh, over the past few weeks, and we will continue to do this, look for our articles on footballadvice.co.uk. Again, that's footballadvice.co.uk. And also you can follow um, them on Twitter. Go through our Twitter account, and you'll see that we've reposted their their account several times and tagged them on a lot of our tweets. Uh, Great people. We really enjoyed writing these articles. And uh, we're also answering some questions weekly, contributing to that. And we've had a great time. So uh, yet another FPL-related platform that we're a part of. And um, never would have thought when we started all this that this is where we'd be. But um, it's grown amazingly, and it's because of guys like you. So thank you very much. Okay, let's take a look at... um, key injuries. So um, we're now more than a week into the international break. Some injuries were popping up before any of these um, UEFA Nations League and other friendlies had begun, uh, some of which we suspect might just be more restful injuries and just a way for players to have a little bit of recovery time versus playing for their national teams. And some of these are legitimate injuries. So um, I would imagine we'll know more as the week goes on, especially as the the managers of these club teams go back to having their press conferences. So hopefully we'll hear a lot more on the status of these players because listen to this list. There's a lot of of players that you probably have on your team. Lacazette, Juan Basaka, Otamendi, Ben Mendy, Martial, Shaw, Sigurdsson, Richarlison, 
Lossel, Trippier, Lamella, Goodmanson, and Zaha. So again, let's go through this list. You can tick off all the ones that are on your current team or on your watch list. Lacazette, Juan Basaka, Otamendi, Mendy, Martial, Martial, sorry, um, Shaw, Sigurdsson, Richarlison, Lossel, Trippier, Lamella, Goodmanson, and Zaha. I do believe that Richarlison is now um, fully fit, but we looked at the Fantasy Premier League website and they still had him listed as 75%, but I think, if I remember correctly, that um, he is fully fit. So that's good news for the bunch of us that own him. All right. So some things to work around here, right? And the biggest of which seems to be Ben Mendy's injury, and he actually had surgery, so we know that this is a legit injury. And the reason that this one probably had the biggest impact is that of the group we read, he is the uh, the most widely owned player here. Um, and he's an anchor on most managers' defenses, so part of that RAM, that Robertson, Alonzo, Mendy combination that so many people have uh, in their back line. So this one is really sending sort of shockwaves, uh, not to be overly dramatic or to use too big of a superlative, but it really is having um, sort of a ripple effect across FPL. All right, so what are we going to do um, about Mendy? All right. The way I look at it is you've got a few different options or a couple different options. The first is, if your bench is deep enough, hang on to him. Um, there was a time not too long ago that a lot of us dropped him uh, because he sort of fell out of favor with Pep, supposedly, even though he was listed as injured. Uh, for whatever reason, he didn't play a handful of games. And so uh, a lot of us dropped him. He came back in favor. He was fit. Uh, and did well on his comeback, and now here we are again. He will be back. From what I've read and heard, it's about a six-to-eight-week eight, eight uh, recovery time <clears throat> that he would be expected to be fully fit and back. So maybe two months at the most. If your bench is good enough, you can probably withstand this. And we've preached a lot about um, bench depth um, and the importance it plays in your fantasy team. Um, and then you can sort of see what happens with him and, and how the status is. Maybe he recovers very quickly and he's back even sooner. So might be worth just hanging on to him if you're comfortable doing that. If you want to or you need to replace him, here are some options in terms of players that you can look at. Um, there, of course, there are premium defenders. So uh, a lot of these players are already some of the most transferred in defenders of game week 13. Alonzo, Rudiger, Van Dyke, Espilicueta, Robertson, Trippier, um, who, as I mentioned, is listed as injured, but he may be healthy and fine come uh, the weekend. But those are players, if you don't already have them and you want to spend a similar amount of money that Mendy currently sits at, then those are some great options and you know what you get with these players. If you want more like-for-like, like, also priced at a premium rate, uh, Walker and Laporte. 
We actually brought in Laporte for Game Week 13. Um, he's right up there, as is Walker, in terms of points with Mendy. So it really is about as like for like as you can get. And, of course, with the, um, the fixtures that Man City has coming up and the goalkeeper that these defenders have behind them, it makes a lot of sense to uh, to grab another city defender and then some more affordable options where maybe you either hold on to that money for a rainy day or you use it to uh, invest in other areas of your team to upgrade those. Some of those players are Doherty, Alexander Arnold, Keane, Pereira, Duffy, Gomez, Chilwell, McGuire, if he gets healthy, apparently he's listed um, as injured, and Dunk. All of their teams have very favorable fixtures coming up, not only this game week, but also in the, the short term as well. So again, those players are Doherty, Alexander-Arnold, Keane, Pereira, Duffy, Gomez, Chilwell, McGuire, and Dunk. All right. So that's what to do about Mendy, and that may already use up your one free transfer and you may be done. <clears throat> what we saw, and a lot of people, a lot of managers did this, is they made their transfers right as soon as game week 12 ended. They wanted to beat, quote-unquote, the price increases or decreases, um, and they found themselves now having to take a hit because uh, the Mendy – Surgery was announced a little later into that week, and uh, now they're scrambling. So, as we've said, there's really no reason to rush to make your transfers. Um, you know, yes, some prices are going to change, and yeah, you may you may lose out on a transfer. So, if you're dead set on it, go ahead and and make your transfer, but just beware that. Out of necessity, you might have to make another transfer because something unaccounted for happens later that day or maybe the next day or sometime that week leading into the new game week, and now you're forced uh, to take a four-point hit because of that. So just be aware of those sorts of things. They are somewhat frequent, so, you know, like I said, just be aware. Um, always, in my mind better to wait and see uh, status updates and to hear the managers give their press conferences. You can learn a lot by listening to those press conferences and the, the key sound bites and the player updates, especially. All right. Some other players, if the Mendy situation hasn't affected you too much and you're looking to make other transfers, here are some players that are on our watch list for Game Week 13. In goal, Matty Ryan. We've got Pickford, uh, both of which had great international games uh, in the past week or so. Schmeichel, Ederson, Allison, and Patricio. All great gets, not only for Game Week 13, but just over the course of the season, really. Um, defenders, we just went through most or all that would be on our watch list. Uh, for week 13 and even beyond. Midfielders were Charlison, Sigurdsson. Again, assuming that these players are fit and healthy, we know that they're injured. Um, 
Richarlison, Sigurdsson, Martial, Salah, Mane, Sterling, Sané, and Bernardo Silva. would imagine that even though Sané hasn't gotten a ton of starts this season, with Mendy out, that could mean that Sané um, gets a little more playing time. So again, in midfield, we have Richarlison, Sigurdsson, Martial, Salah, Mane, Sterling, Sané, and Bernardo Silva. Of course, David Silva is always a good one there, too. Uh, and then forwards, Aguero, Kane, Lacazette, Aubameyang, and Jimenez. Uh, captain options. Aguero, who, yes, we are still uh, regretting not making him our captain in Game Week 12. And, yes, he's playing away. He's playing at South – or, sorry, at um, – he's playing at uh, West Ham. Sorry about that. I don't know why I said Southampton. Uh, playing at West Ham, and yes, it's an away game, and we know that there's the knock against Aguero that he only scores in home games, but um, this man looks confident. He did not play during the international break, so he's well-rested. Looks like he spent some holiday time both in Los Angeles and Miami, so he's tanned. He's rested and relaxed. His head is in a good space, and he's ready to go out and score some goals. Um, he has a very real chance of winning the Golden Boot this season. His team has a very, very real chance of winning the title for the second season in a row. So I think this is a man on a mission. And I think he will produce in Game Week 13, and he will be our captain, uh, barring any injuries or unforeseen circumstances. Other great captain options, Salah, and I'd imagine that both Aguero and Salah will be number one and number two. Um not sure in which order, but definitely uh, the two most captain players for Game Week 13. Also, I think Lacazette is a good option. Sterling is a good option. Remember, Sterling, just like Hazard, honestly, when he's confident and on form, he can score multiples without a doubt and also assist a couple. They can light it up for sure. Um, the difference in my mind between Sterling and Hazard is that Hazard is almost a a certain starter every game, whereas with Pep's rotation and the squad depth that they have, um, he, Sterling's a little more vulnerable uh, to being benched and maybe coming off the bench or maybe not even playing at all from time to time. Um, differentials and sort of what I'll say are more risky players, but the payoffs are good, right? No risk, no reward. Uh, Martial, Richarlison, Jimenez, and Mane. We have posted the fixture difficulty rankings, the FDRs, for each team for the next three game weeks, so that's weeks 13, 14, and 15, on our Instagram page. Um, and then I promise to end on a little bit of a light note, and it's how FPL has changed uh, the way that we watch, and I'm sure a lot of you, the way you watch Premier League real actual live games and follow the scores and results. Um, the way I look at it is, and the way that it's impacted us is, okay, so for instance, I'm a Manchester City fan. Josh is a Manchester United supporter. I can be very, very happy that uh, Man City has scored a goal as long as it's someone on my fantasy team. And Sergio Aguero, Ben Mendy come to mind, now Laporte. Um, but I could also be very unhappy that Sterling, who isn't on my fantasy team, 
uh, gets the goal or gets the assist. So I'm happy overall that Man City are scoring and winning, but I'm, I'm very displeased that certain players may be scoring or getting the clean sheets, whereas maybe the players from Man City that I have in my FPL team aren't getting those same things. So, um, you know, supporters of a particular team, it sort of sometimes uh, lessens, I suppose, uh, the joy that you take in your team scoring goals and winning games when it's not a player that's also on your fantasy team. Um, now I look at score lines and get score alerts. Um, I look at those as FPL points. So it's no longer so-and-so scored a goal or got an assist or uh, saved a penalty, <clears throat> but I'm doing calculations in my mind. Okay, either I own this player, how many points is that worth, uh, how much ownership does this player have, or it works the other way of, okay, this guy isn't on my fantasy team. Um, how is this going to affect the average and ultimately my game week rank and my overall rank? So everything becomes a numbers game now uh, to a degree with FPL sort of being layered in. And that isn't to say that I don't enjoy watching uh, the Premier League or any league or any football competition for that matter. Um, I love it. And actually, I, I think I probably know the game better because of it. I have a deeper understanding of tactics and certainly know more players um, than I ever would have and probably a lot more statistics than I ever would have. So in those ways, it's actually enriched my experience. But in other ways, it just makes for a little more of a stressful Saturday and Sunday uh, following scores and hoping uh, that my captain scores a goal or two um, and maybe that another cat widely chosen captain didn't. So, um, you know, you find yourself rooting against players as much as you are rooting for players. So, you know, a little bit of ill will uh, to use that term loosely um, against players that aren't on your fantasy team. It's all about that overall rank, guys, right? Um, and I'm sure that you can relate to some of that. And I'm sure there's lots of other examples that I didn't mention, but just some perspective from my vantage point. That's going to do it, guys, for game week 13. Um, I think you have everything you need. And just keep an eye on those player statuses and on what their managers have to say later in the week. Hit us up on Instagram. That's where most of our DMs come from and most of our communications. We'll continue to post all kinds of stuff up there. And, uh, guys, we appreciate you listening to this podcast and for uh, supporting us on Instagram and Twitter. So until next time, for Josh, I say peace. May all of your arrows be green. Take care, guys. Bye.